out if it was placed in front of them. Yeah. And I was one of them. I don't take my life for granted. Yeah. So I'm going to use this day, try to share my faith. You,
gente sepa que tu misericordia grande. Tú me perdonas y nada para sacarme, sabes amarme y restaurarme. Cada vez que caigo, tú sí sabes ayudarme. Enseño a amar Porque tú nunca fallas Nunca de verdad Porque tú nunca fallas
lock myself in the booth and focus on my rising. Keep studying the word and focus on the spirit. If you diligently seek whatever you ask, you will give it. Receive it. Do you want things you can achieve it? Get with it. You know that time is sick as I'll get it. Less and less people act. Ravens! 
que tú eres veneno, que aquí me desespero, que en momentos se necesita, confío en ti y espero, pasado otra oportunidad, ahora yo persevero, tú sabes cuánto te quiero y por estar contigo mero, es que tú eres deseo en mi corazón, primero cualquier cosa eres mi gran inspiración, te diste una razón a mi vida, me enseñaste la salida y hoy más que nunca te dedico esta canción, es que tú eres deseo en mi corazón, primero cualquier cosa eres mi gran inspiración, te diste una razón a mi vida, me enseñaste la salida y hoy más que nunca te dedico esta
MySpace, Facebook, Twitter, Skype. Go tweet somebody. Tell them to log on to www.holofestradio.tv. And let's pack out the chat room, baby. baby, baby, baby. We got DJ Jesus Beats. We got Fidel. We got Mahogany Jones tuning in. Boss Lady Promos. Delaware's in the building. UK's in the building. Shout out to my peoples at Over at Love 316 Radio. They simultaneously broadcasting this live stream.
Abrazo que se la va This your man gifted the flamethrower. What's mobbing, man? This is seven. Hey, preach that fire. This sister Shorty Blaze. This your boy Fizzle. You listening to Holofest Radio, baby. Banging Christian hip hop and reggaeton. 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 So check it out. Holofest Radio.
guys are from, man. Shout out your city, shout out your borough, shout out your church. And I can shout you out right here on the air, baby. I'm from New York City. Washington Hill. Which is man, you either wanna be one or be with one and you trying to figure out just how to get one to come and talk to you. Have a conversation, all these in the club. Tell me what's your hesitation? I see two over there and three over there and four in the back with their hands in the air. Gonna fight, got much power, snapping and giggling like it's comedy hour. Oh my god, they done listen in the club and them just talking to the club and showing love. Just argue with you, man. 
So but that's not true. That's not entirely true. Man, you he guys, was wrong. He was wrong. You but we're do, not gonna get into that. You do not want to know what happened and how she got that name. But um, let's just say that um, Christian struggled. <laughs> it's Richie Righteous's RichieRighteous.com. All right. So <laughs> listen, we just finished coming back from the top nine countdown of the show, man. Blasting off, man, from nine all the way to one, man. Crazy. Coming in at number one, my man Canton Jones, man, featuring P-Dub, and my man Bizzle, um, as you like to call him, Lamb Bizzle, right? Yeah. Confusing his name in the chat room and stuff. So big shout out to my man, <laughs> Canton Aye, Jones, yeah. man. And the way he puts it in the chat room, that's... Well, that's just the way everybody knows him. <laughs> I, know, I don't know. I'm his trying twi- to put it Spanish. His Twitter name Spanglish. is I Am Bizzle. So everywhere mm. he goes, I Am Bizzle, so that way we know it's him. I'm saying so, um, but um, big shout out to my man Canton Jones from the ATL, man. Track coming at number one, man. It's called In the Club, man. Man, forget the controversy surrounding this track, man. That's a hot track right there. Coming in at number one for the third week in a row, man. As usual, man, you want tracks to be part of the hot or not. Excuse me, the top night countdown, I mean. Send us an email, man, and let us know. Listen, play this track. I want to hear that. I want to hear this. We've been getting a lot of emails from my man Evangel. So on the next top nine countdown, my man Evangel's going to be on the top nine countdown. Who else, man? I, I don't remember, man. A couple of new artists is coming in. Benny Gosa, my man Dino. Benny Gosa is, is what's coming, up. I'm sorry. It's coming back to the top nine countdown. So as usual, send us an email. Info at hollafestradio.tv. Info at hollafestradio.tv. Yeah, man. So big shout out to everybody that's tuning in up in the chat room, man. Chat room is packed up. Man, the numbers is going up. Mm. Numbers is going up. This is what we need you to do, y'all. Go to your MySpace, Facebook, Twitter, AOL, Skype. Go tweet somebody. And tell them to log on to www.hollafestradio.tv, man. Excited, motivated, I'm amped. Listen, we got a good show lined up for you guys tonight. Interview with my man, gospel rapper Fidel. Gospel rapper Fidel. Tonight, he's actually tuning in. He's up in the chat room, y'all, so y'all can hit him up. Chop it up with him, man. Listen, we got an exclusive single, new single for my man Fidel. It's called Work It Out. The track is crazy. Bonkers, bananas, man. Whatever word is used to describe hot where you from. Like my man um, from Kansas City, my man Sauce Remix. They say it's hot sauce out there. They say hot sauce. We say it's hot. They say hot sauce. And them Kentuckians like to eat, right? They say hot sauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, man. So just really, really, really motivated tonight. Um, and then um, a little bit later afterwards, man, we got an exclusive 30 minutes nonstop with DJ Transform, man, coming out of Long Island, New York. Listen, good news to share, and I'm going to share it here. The good news is Holofest Radio is now on Holy Culture Radio, or rather HolyCulture.net. Start. December 12th, next week, it's official. We sign the lease, we sign the deal, the contract. Them crazy Pentecostal Armenians from New York City preach that fire, and who? Sister Shorty Blake. Will now be alongside of the rest of the Holy Culture Radio podcast shows right there. So, man, make room for us, man, and we want to know, man, who's going to be the first to knock on our door and bring us a cake for the new neighbors? <laughs> a cake or a flan? I don't know. I want a cake. How about some carrot cake? That sounds good to me. Carrot cake sounds good, right? Mm. Make sure it got frosting on it. 
frosting. Yeah, that good carrot cake frosting. So you know who has to do it, right? Annie. All right. Anyway, listen. Um, so that's the great news we want to share with you guys, man. We are now on Holy Culture Radio. Next week, man. Um, so big shout out to Trig. Holy Culture and the rest of the Holy Culture family. So you're going to be hearing a lot of promos, a lot of radio promos of Holy Culture. We are also still on the South.com. So we are now on the South.com, Holy Culture. Um, dot net, man. So to Jesus be all the glory, the honor, the praise for all that he is doing um, here on this radio station um, from He Is Risen Tabernacle, H-I-R-T. R-T, man. So listen, um, what else we got in store, man? We just finished celebrating, well, two weeks ago, um, our Thanksgiving. Oh, that was a blast. Community dinner, and we had a great, great, great time. Um, That I must say it was awesome, and and it's it's gonna be unforgettable. Yes, yes. And on top of that, the souls that were touched at that event have continued to come to our church. So we've been excited about that, and um, so um, so we had a great time. We hope all of you under the sound of our voice also had a great Thanksgiving dinner. Let us know in the chat room how was your Thanksgiving, man, and what you do. Uh, pretty much, what did we do, Sister Sunny Blaze? We just ate a lot of food, right? Yeah, we basically spend it uh, in within family here. All right, all right. And you know what's besides, cool? of course, our church family, which we had that Tuesday, and uh huh, uh huh, it, it was awesome. You, I mean, you know what's crazy about Thanksgiving? Um, dinners is I don't think we ate turkey on Thanksgiving. No, we, we did the Hispanic thing. We did, we did the, the Hispanic, Latino, yeah. Pentecostal. Uh, we ate some penne, which is uh, pork. <laughs> right? I believe yeah, it's pork. It's, pork. It's, it's like the thighs. It's, it's, it's cooked different. Yeah. It's not cooked like ham. Um, it's more cooked more like uh, like chicken, right? Uh, yeah. Just burnt, Well, right? not really. <laughs> it, it has different condimentos, but... Condimentos. There you go. Pork you shoulder. That's what it is. You know what she said? Condimentos. I don't want to say it wrong in English, man. Wow, wow. <laughs> Mess it up. Listen, man. So, Puerto Ricans, man, we eat penne for everything, man. Even at funerals. Do you believe that even at funerals, when we go over to the family's house, what's the first thing they serve? Penne. Penne, man. Actually, it, it's funny because um, <laughs> I hadn't ah. seen my, my brothers and sisters from my dad's side and um they invited me over and I went after I don't know because of course we didn't um grow up together but they invited me over and of course they were like don't worry we're gonna have the penil ready so <laughs> that's like a major thing whenever you want to like celebrate something as a Hispanic what do you have penil actually I think it's more like a Dominican and Puerto Rican thing the rest so. is not like I, I don't know what they do what do you guys do, man? From If you're listening to me and you're not Puerto Rican or Dominican, what is it that you guys do, man? What's your favorite dish, right? I think it's uh, perni. Um, and the Dominican favorite dish is what? Mangu. Mangu, probably, right? <laughs> I don't know because that's your favorite dish. Listen, listen. We need to get out of food and we need to just get into some more <laughs> biblical, theological basis for what we're doing here tonight. Man, because, you know, this is a Christian radio show. And, and you know us, man. We start talking about food and then no, we done forgot good, that we were Christian. And we started talking about spices and all that good stuff, man. But uh, listen, we're having a good time. There's a time for everything the Bible says, right? Definitely. And, and, and this is one of those times just to chit-chat amongst ourselves. But, but guess what I'm expecting? 
distracting. It's the month of December. What do you want? One last thing. One last thing to get off the food. But in December, what do Latinos eat that's famous around the South? Patele. Pateles. Wow, we didn't make them this year. That's not. You cool. know, I was thinking that we should <laughs> we should take a day and just nah, dude, that takes fam- a long process, man. Family day nah. and mm. just uh, Mm-mm. <laughs> let's get off the topic. That takes a long time to prepare, man. Let's get off topic, please, because I'm getting hungry. Anyway, I want to. Can I do my shout outs now? Shout out, go ahead. I wanna. Send a special uh, uh, shout out to SeventhWire.com <laughs> 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 for all your music and videos and anything that you guys need. Um, he has reasonable pricing. Um, SeventhWire.com. Are you getting paid for this? No, I'm like I'm like the head of his company. <laughs> uh, okay, so <laughs> no, I mean I say that because here's he's gonna be like, nah, that wasn't the deal. Are you getting paid for this? Yes. No, I'm just trying to help out one of our church members, man. Speaking about church members, a gospel rapper. Be on the lookout for a gospel rapper, reggaeton rapper, coming out of our church. Yes. It's called Libre Flow del Trono, right? Yeah. You can tell he's Pentecostal. He gave himself, he, <laughs> he gave himself a long name, right? Libre Flow del Trono. trono. <laughs> Talk about being Pentecostal. That's hot, because if you know his, his, his testimony, he, it just goes with it. What's crazy is this young man converted in our church, man. He reconciled to God in our church. And his rap name, secular rap name was Libra, which is a horoscope. I and see, to, I didn't know that. Yeah, and to make a long story short, you know, the devil really began to attack this young man. He ended, up in, he ended up in a psychiatric ward and we had to visit him and we helped him through that transition and process. And while I was sitting there with him, you know, I began to tell him that he needs to let go of some of the secularism that he has in his heart and his life because that was a foothold of the enemy. And basically that's all he knows how to do is rap. And um, I said, you need a new name. I said, you need a new name and use your talents for God. And he said, I don't know a name. And I just said, what's your rap name? He was like, well, Libra. I said, well, your new name is now Libre because you are Libre in Cristo. You're free in Christ. Libre in Spanish means free. And it just connected with his spirit and boom, there you go. Um, and now God is doing awesome things in his life in our church. He sits in the front row. Yeah. And he's just connected to God, doing great things. And matter of fact, every week he's coming to me, showing me new music. And so you're going to be hearing from him next year, June, summer of 2011. Hmm. Coming out of our church, man, a new gospel reggaeton rapper from our church. We're discipling him. Um, he has music already, but we're not releasing it into the public. He needs discipleship. He needs to get more into the world. I don't want him to be a positive Spanish rapper. I want him to be a Christian, theological Christian rapper. And um, But by next summer, Man, be on the lookout for my man, um, Libre Flow de Agua. So excited mm. to so Brano, si that sabe. Um, I can't share a little bit what we got in store for him, man, but just be on the lookout for no doubt next year. Oh. Actually, I'm not finished with my shout outs. Oh, so go ahead. You're like cutting me off. All right, go ahead. Well, a special shout out to Danny from Hurt. Um, he wasn't feeling very well, so a uh, special shout out to him. I hope that he's feeling a lot better. Also, I wanted to send a special shout out to Ruthie's husband, he's in Afghanistan. Um, his name is Laz. So, special shout out to him. Is he she listening? wanted to send him a shout out. Yeah, no, but he can get the podcast. All right, so. In Afghanistan. So, big so, shout out. Wow, her husband is in, in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Fighting, yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. We'll pray for him a little bit later. Definitely. We gotta keep him in our presence. Lázaro de Jesús, I think. Oh, de Jiménez. De Jiménez. Lazarus, right? Yeah. So big shout out to Lazarus de Jiménez. De Jiménez. Tuning in all the way from Afghanistan. Shout out to you from your wife, Ruthie. Yeah. She's tuning in right now. She's in the chat room, so she's shouting you out. And we hope to shout you out. We pray God's blessing and favor over your life. And we hope to see you soon as God permits you to come back to the USA. Definitely. Definitely that the Lord touches the soul over there and takes care of him. Definitely, definitely. Listen, last week we was at Christ Tabernacle, um, and we had a phenomenal time. We were at Christ Tabernacle for their The Truth concert with gospel rapper The Truth, um, Emmanuel Lambert. And guess what, y'all? We had a great opportunity for us to interview him. Did you record it? We recorded it. Uh, we recorded the interview with my man, The Truth. Last Friday, uh, we had an opportunity to sit down with him, um, like we did with Ambassador, and we chopped it up with him. So many of you have been asking, where is the video podcast of our interview with The Truth from where Christ is it? Tabernacle? We are in the process of having it edited, so be on the lookout for that, man. So if you want to see that interview, um, hit us up. The email is info. HollaFestRadio.tv Info HollaFestRadio.tv Amen. Let's give shout out to who's in the chat room right now. Before we get into this interview at 8.30, y'all, we're going to be interviewing my man Fidel um, right here on HollaFest Radio, man. So go promote that the interview is coming up in a few moments. 15 more minutes, man. We're going to be chopping it up um, with gospel rapper Fidel, man. And just hearing his heart um, and seeing what God is doing in his life, man. So who do we got in the chat room, man? Shout out to... Liz. Okay, we are looking over here. We got oh, Ayana. Mine is that different than yours. Okay, we are looking at Ayana is up in the chat room. Big Loss. We got Boss Lady Promos. Dead Man Walking. We got DJ Jesus Beats. Fidel. We got H-I-R-T Danny. Now he's specifically... Yeah, because he had... He used to call himself Seven, and they were confusing him with a rapper Seven, so he changed it. So we got <laughs> Illuminatus. So I guess he's into the Illuminati. Shout mm-hmm. out to you. <laughs> Who else we got up in the chat? We channel? have Liz. Shout out to Liz and my Entendido. Okay, we got Mike Bless up in the chat room. We have New Life. We got Only for Christ. Ralph Rodriguez, I guess it's Rodriguez. We got Rick D. We have Ruthie. We got you up in Sister the chat room. Shorty Blaze. And we got my man Xavier. from Delaware, Xavier. Tuning in, man. Shout out to my man Xavier tuning in at this time, man. So I think that's about it, man. What else we got going on before we get into this interview? Well, I don't know if you want to give out um, the announcement from our church, for our church this month. We're going to be having a dinner also for Christmas, and we'll also be giving out free clothes and food that same day, just like Thanksgiving. Definitely. Not definitely. for uh, Christmas itself. I'm assuming that it's going to be the Tuesday I before. Would, I would give out the church announcements, but honestly, I don't know it. 
I know it. I don't know it. Um, and there's because a reason, I'm the woman. And there's, and a reason, there's a reason why I don't know. Why? My church has decided to ban me from, micro, right. from micromanaging everything. Yeah, that's so. why I know when you don't. <laughs> they don't want me to they just say, Pastor, show up. We'll take care of it, and we'll just keep you in the loop, man. I know that there's a Christmas dinner going on t- this month, but I actually don't know when. And, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, he needs to chill because he, I don't know, man. If you let him, forget it. I'll man. run the whole church. I have to I'll like ban him. I'll lead the media ministry. Please, no quiet. I'll preach please. the message. No, no, no. I'll do the prayer. And, and man, I gotta step back, man. Yes, you do. So I have been stepping back for the, for a while. For it's so bad that we days. went to Connecticut to preach. He went to preach while well, I wasn't gonna preach, of course, because you know. Um, but I mean, I do preach. I just don't preach. As long as get to the story, get to the story of what you're saying. The thing is that while we were over there having fun, listen, us, we don't, shush, us, I'm gonna shush you. Us guys, shush, us guys, shush. Us guys don't want to hear all that. We don't want to know the details. Whatever. Facts. Get to the point. What were you gonna say? You're lucky Connecticut. Shush button. Connecticut. What happened? Anyways, as you know, before I was rudely interrupted, we're out there and he's thinking and he's telling me we're on our way back, mind you. And he's like, well, I'm going to have to pass through church. I'm like, why? Oh, because I need to close the gates. The <laughs> gates. When they have like a zillion people that can close the gates. <laughs> Listen up, y'all. L- Listen, if you're in leadership or you have a ministry or you're presently and God has presently give you something to do in the kingdom. Listen, y'all. Word of advice, man. I know that nobody could do it best like the one whom God gave the vision. But learn, the to, gates. learn to delegate. Learn to stop micromanaging. And just allow your staff Mm-mm. to just step to the next level and allow God to use them. Because what you're going to find is the biggest hindrance to your ministry is you. Definitely. The biggest hindrance to any ministry is the leader of that ministry. Um, when they micromanage and want to do it all. My recommendation for you guys today, if I could give you any reference, any word of advice, those of you in ministry is to back off, you know, let your team learn from their mistakes and just help them along the way. And you're going to see how, in, matter of fact, let me give you an example. I had to preach this weekend. I was away preaching and our assistant pastor, who's a young man, he's about what, 24, 25? Uh, about. About 25. He preached the Sunday message at our church. And you know that most pastors are very, very um, possessive of their Sunday sermons. We gave it to our young minister in training to preach last Sunday and I heard did a great job I heard that it was very very touching it was that, it that was. there were some tears shed and some wanted to cry he almost wanted to cry he was overwhelmed with love for the people and love for the message to give the, to them so it's funny because great things about- happen when you allow God to use the people he's giving you he preached about to something you told him up. once that you told him that when you die you want to leave your legacy okay that was his preaching and he took it from there and I was shocked because he did such a great job I'm really proud of him shout out to my son Louis because he's like a son to me 
shout out. He did a great job. Definitely, definitely. Um, and just to clarify a little bit about that, and what I mean by leaving a legacy is what you do for Christ. Mm-hmm. What, if what you do, only what you do for Christ will last. And I would rather be known for leaving a legacy of here's a person that loved the Lord with all of his heart, with all of his soul, with all of his strength, rather than the name. Hmm. You know, if I'm if I leave this earth and all they remember is Holofast, then I would think that I would have probably failed. And uh and what God has done through me. But if they could say, man, that man loved the Lord with all of his heart, with all of his soul, and he was an example to the believers of what to do for God, and he did a radio show, and then they, when they asked, well, what did he do? He did a radio show called Holofest. He was senior pastor of a church, founder of a church called He Is Risen Tabernacle, and just great, 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 great things, and... Um, you know. That's what his preaching was about, actually, talking about um, the legacy that he wanted to leave, you know, and, and speaking to, like, helping the youth, and he took it from there, and he did an awesome job. Great, an great. awesome job. Great. Anyway. Definitely. <laughs> um, what do you want to listen to? What do you want to listen to right now before we get into this interview? Matter of fact, let's take it to the chat room. Those of you that are tuning in up in the chat room, man, listen, we got 10 minutes left before we get into this interview with my man Fidel. We're giving a request right now, request, if you want to hear something Write it up in the chat room. Write it up in the chat room, and we will quickly find it for you. Give us the name of the of the track. Give us the name of the track and the artist, and we will play it. If we have it, we will play it. Um, and if we have it, we'll substitute it. All right, y'all. So listen, coming up at 8.30 in the hour, we're going to be interviewing my man Fidel. We're also going to be hearing an exclusive new single from my man Fidel here tonight, man. So, um, okay, we got some Cambino. They want to hear some Cambino. All right, so let's look up... Um, some Cambino. Which track you want to hear from my man Cambino? Um, all right, so um, let's see if we look for my man Cambino. Um, the track is called... All right, all right, all right. Let's see what we got here. Let's look for... My man, Cam Bino. In the meantime, Sister Shorty Blaze, let them know the email and the number to call here for Holofest, Holofest Radio. All right. That's info at holofestradio.tv. Info at holofestradio.tv. And the number to call is 347-535-0894. 347-535-0894. All right, all right. Let's get into this next track from my man, Jita. No, this no power. No power? All right, let's see. That's the track from my man Campino. I believe it's on his last album. Into the family, I am now residing on 
just try to hinder, harm, and batter me. I'm digging in the scriptures to recharge my battery. We fall like gravity. Keep off your flattery and focus on the only one we call your majesty. Just tuning in, 
in. You're listening to the Santa's of New York City's official number one radio station for holy hip-hop and gospel reggaeton. We have reached the second hour of the show, man, the part of the show where we get a chance to chop it up with holy hip-hop artists, new and up-and-coming artists, or some of those that have been doing it for a long time. Where we get to break bread with them. We get to hear their heart. We get to address issues, man. We get to just, just have a great time with them. And tonight, we got my man Fidel on the line, man, calling in all the way from... Actually, I don't know where he's calling in from. Yo, F- <laughs> Yo, Fidel, where are you from, bro? Hey, man, uh, I'm actually, I live in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, T-Town, in oh. the middle of the map. Listen, man, we got a lot to talk about today, man, but first and foremost, man, you shot me the single, work it out, I heard it. First of all, I didn't expect nothing less than what you usually put out, man, but to hear it, man, I was like, man... You're still current, you're still fresh, you're still doing it for the Lord. Talk to us about what's up and coming in 2011 from you. We haven't heard from you in like, what, like two years maybe, man? Last time you released an app. Talk to us, man. We want to hear what should we expect, man. Well, um... You know, the the album I Live came out in uh, 20... In 08. It came out in 08, and it was my first album. Um, It was my first album. I actually... Though I've been doing it for for a while, um, I, I waited a while to release my first album. It did great. Um, God really used it to touch a lot of people. I was able, I actually, uh, a year ago, uh-huh. left my job to do it full time. So actually, I'm able to do um, this ministry full time. And so from then on, it was like God has been just teaching me to be a steward over what he's placed in my life. So basically, right now, the new album, which I'm just not really saying the title, the new album is called Club David, and right now, we're working hard. This is the month for knocking that album out. We've been prepping for it most of the year, just getting ready, but we're recording, doing stuff right now. And so right now, we work on a new album. Club David coming um, in 2011. We are excited about that, man. When it comes out, shoot it over to Holofest, man, and we will bump that thing. Let me ask you, man. I heard, this is what I heard. I heard that you are a fan of Holofest and you subscribe to Holofest Radio Podcast. Is that true, man? That's what I heard. Oh, uh, most definitely. Like, I, um, I subscribe to Holofest. Like, you know, I really dig what Holofest does. And I love the energy. You know what I mean? Like, it's just some of the topics that you bring up, I really want to hear about. I love, I was one thing I love about the show is just hearing certain topics that, you know, sometimes aren't talked about enough. Mm. So, I definitely check in, man. I try to check in all the interviews. When I'm on the road, yeah. that's when I try to, um, I, I, you know, I'm on the road a good amount, and that's when I try to pop in all my podcasts. If I get sleepy, I just pop in my podcast, man, and try to catch up from behind <laughs> on, you know, everything going on. So Listen, um, we had your album. We were burning it here on Holofest. Real talk, man. We was just burning every song, man. But there was one specific song that was very popular here on Holofest. You know, but believe it or not, I don't have, we, we, we have two shows a week and we only re- put on the podcast one show. Uh, but in reality, a lot of the second shows that aren't on podcast, we played a lot of your music because that's more of a, there's no countdown. We just kind of go off spontaneous and just play a lot of good music. And one specific yeah. track about a year ago was very popular. 
on Holofest, and that was the track called In the Church. Man, and I, oh, wow. and I need to ask you, man, just what went through your mind when you wrote that track? Because my wife grew up in church. My kids are growing up in church. I didn't grow up in church, but they did. And a lot of the stuff you were saying, I couldn't understand, but they understood completely, and they found it funny. Wow. They found it funny in some areas, especially the part with the kids getting the whooping in the bathroom of the church. <laughs> Yo, no lie, man. My little man is eight, and when he acts up in church, my wife done take him to the... Him and the church bathroom are best friends, man. My wife take him in there and give him that church whooping. Talk to me about that track in the church, man. Yeah, well, um, I'm a PK. I grew up a PK. I grew up in the street. I was born in Memphis, Tennessee. My father was like a, um, my, my family, they were into the Kojic circle. My, my father and my grandmother was heavily into the Kojic circle. So my father was a pastor, and um, that was the circle he ran in. So, I, you know, as far as me, though I was in the streets, though I was in that, you know, there was always times when he, would, he pulled me with him, and we was in church five days a week, two weeks straight. Uh-huh. He'd be preaching conferences. So I grew up in, in the between so many different cultures and lives and the church culture was something I grew up in and I knew very well, you know, just because and when you hear that song like like that was a song where that was just a sincere song of the balance of the funny and the serious and the stuff that I questioned in the church, you know. And it was basically a, a song like if you grew up in a church or you're in the church all the time now, it's a song that I feel like you can really identify with if not all of it, most of it. You know, and I just wanted to and the, the, my purpose for the song was to say through the good and the bad, the gospel is still preached. So no matter the motives, like the Bible says, you know, even in bad motives, the, the gospel still preached. So it was really a point of need to pointing out different stuff that I grew up in in the church and things I saw in the church and all that and then saying though these things are in the church don't be bitter don't get frustrated just because the pastor did this and he did this don't worry about that sometimes you just gotta let it go and understand men are flawed and you have to say to all the gospel is- listen now that you um, open up the door for us to hear hear that um, of your church upbringing talk to us a little bit about your past man I know you just mentioned that um, you grew up Kojic um and yeah. talk to us a little bit about that. Um, yeah, most definitely. Like I grew, um, like I said, I was a PK. I grew up in the middle. You know, that was when my father, uh, he ran in at the time. And uh, basically, I grew up where, you know, as a PK, um, as a PK, I grew up in an environment that was very aggressive. So, at, 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 you know, during my adolescence, I was in Memphis, Tennessee, doing the, one of the worst times in Memphis. Like, you know, if you go to the History Channel and they do documentaries about gangland, Uh they've done two on my side of Memphis, like North Memphis. Wow. So I grew up in that environment. Um, So with me, it was kind of like I had a very aggressive home bringing where um, I grew up in a very abusive home. My parents ended up divorced. Um, You know, I went to the worst school in Memphis at the time, which is, if anybody seen the movie Lean On Me, that was like the school I was in. Mm. So, you know, even though it was kind of like this was the life that I was living, I was between a lot. But through all, all of that, whether it was me, years I had um, beef with my father. Like, we had we had animosity toward each other with you know and through all that and and through all of that you know coming out of that one of the things i never 
um, I always knew that I didn't have faith in was Jesus. Because through all, I knew I should have been, I could have been, should have been dead or whatever. Or mm. I, I could have had, you know, whatever, um, you know, a disease or whatever, you know, and just growing up in that and seeing what's going on around you, people around you dying, you know, rolling in gangs, rolling in crews, all that. And not even just trying to be a thug, but just, you know, some of it was just you, you had to, you had to figure out a way to protect yourself. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? So whether that was having guns or whether I was doing this, you know, that's what was going on. But there's another side of me that grew up in the suburbs, where I live in the suburbs. I moved from the worst, from the worst part, you know, of a city to a different state, where it was like one of the safest cities in America, you know? And so I had a different side of where I grew up in, around African Americans, but I also grew up around a lot of, um, I grew up in areas that was predominantly Caucasian. Okay. So I've had these two sides of which um, I've experienced different cultures. And so in, in the middle of that, um, when I was in Memphis, going back to Memphis, you know, I accepted Christ, but at the same time I did it because my parents made me go to the altar. Uh, when I, I remember the first time I really had an experience, yeah. when I was like, man, when I got it, when the gospel, it was actually at a summer camp. Mm -hmm. But when I actually accepted inside the living was like a year after I graduated high school, like in 2001, 2002, okay. around that time. And um, that was the time when I was like, man, you know, you know, I was like, you know, I was doing stuff I shouldn't, but I was like, man, I was tired of that stuff, and I knew the truth. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I knew what was true. I knew what I knew that God was real. So I knew that Jesus had a plan for my life, and all I just knew He needed to be glorified in my life and everything. So around that time, that's when I was like, you know what? I'm, um, you know, I'm going to commit this thing to the Lord. And around that same time, I never did music when I was in high school. I did it as a joke a couple times. Uh -huh. But I always, music was the part that I, music was something that I identified with through the stressful times of my life. Like through all the, all the um, rough times that I went through, it was like I always went to music. So when I got older, I, I always knew music was attached to me. So when I started living for Christ and I was like, I'm going to live this thing, I was like, Man, music is what touched me. Is what got me through. Let me make a godly side of music because the music that I was listening to was not healthy. Mm. So I was like, man, I'm gonna make music that I love that's filled with God. Like it was time I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna live it and I'm gonna talk about what I live with this Jesus. And that's what I was until this day. You know, you hear my music, you hear me and what I do, what I live in Christ. And my goal is to bring him glory. And that, that's just what it is. I'm not, I'm not really, it's not like I'm trying to make the music. I'm just making what's in my heart. Mm. And like, that's what I've always done. You know, when I hear your music, you know, let's, let's just be real. A lot of music in holy hip hop has a lot of similarities of other artists, you know, there's, there's, it has a certain sound to it, and, and you, and you can, you know, and you can either say that they're either copying each other or they're probably trying to make music that they feel is the popular sound of Christian hip hop now, you know. But your sound is unique; like you could tell 
That's Fidel right there. Like, you have your own distinct sound, and it's dope. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and um, talk to us a lot about that, man. What goes into when you, you know, putting music together, producing it? With you, there's no copying. I just hear Fidel. I don't hear, oh, he's trying to sound like so-and-so, or he's trying to sound like this particular group, or that sound, or East Coast. No, you, you just sound like you. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's why everybody appreciates you, and... When your name comes up, nobody has nothing negative to say. Like, Yo, that's a dope Christian rapper right there. We love his music. Um, yeah, most definitely. Thanks for the love, man. I, I, it's funny because I grew up around, like, when I was in Memphis, it was when 3-6 Mafia was getting big. It uh-huh. was when A-Ball and MJG was killing it. You know what I mean? It was when, you know, you know all that Tupac was killing it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He died. You know, I remember when he died. I mean, a lot of those artists were real big around my time. And I, I listened to all of them. When I, as I got older, I was experienced with some people that was around Jay-Z. And then I got into East Coast music with Jay-Z. And, and I, I started understanding Wu-Tang more and Biggie. And, you know, and I always had this balance of different music where I love the South swag, but I love the, the East Coast lyrics. That was always in my head. And But the thing I always had since I was younger was a unique voice. Like, you knew if I was coming, if I talked. Like, I would be in a, if I'm somewhere and I just start talking, people are looking at me, oh, are you Fidel? Uh, and, uh, <laughs> See? So, yeah, because, yeah, because it's my voice. And so, for me, man, like, I, I didn't try not to be an artist, and I didn't try to. Like, I've studied artists. I've, I've listened to, like, man, you know, it's kind of like going to school for me. I've done all that. But at the same time, I've always wanted to, I felt like it was important not to try not to be somebody or to try to, uh-huh. but to just say, man, I want to be me. I want to make sure I want to be me because a lot of artists, though we take from other artists in the sense of trying to grow and learn, uh-huh. like, man, like, honestly, like, the biggest rappers in second, they, they have a unique sound. They might have pieces of other artists, but they sound like them. So if you take that artist away, they will still exist. And so for me, I feel like that. I feel like, you know, I feel like, hey, I'm not going to act like I never learned from any other artists. But I, I, I will say that, you know, for me, it's always been, hey, let me find out what I could do. Because, hey, who knows? Like, when I listen to Kurt, I feel like Kurt Franklin, I hear Kurt Franklin. Yeah. Like, and that's just me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, same thing with Mary Mary. So, I look, I looked at them like they had a lane. So, I think with me, it's not like I try to, try not to. I just look at, hey, let me go in there and make music. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. can, but at the same time, preach that that can work against me and work for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think God has really used it. I've, God has blessed me beyond. I mean, I, I mean, everything that, you know, he's done in, in the ministry um, has been phenomenal. And I don't take nothing away from it. But I will say that is a subject that I hear a lot. I do hear that a lot. People come to me, talk to me about that. So you can tell it's a common theme in Christian rap. Definitely. Let me share something with you that I do believe you kind of paved the way. Um, the video... Uh, Walking Like I'm Changed. Walking Like I'm Changed. Um, yeah. When that video came out, nobody at that time had a video... Let's just be real. Let's be real. Christian hip-hop, 
just Christianity itself, as far as musical genre. For some reason, we're always behind when it comes to being relevant and up to date as far as things. We always tend to be two, three years behind, and 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 we're, and we're trying to play catch up. Um, when your yeah. video when your video came out, I remember specifically everybody talking about that it was the first. Christian hip hop video that was like in high definition. That was the quality was the was up to bar. I mean, everything about it was next level. It wasn't that cheesy, corny Christian hip hop video. I think when you released that video, I think you paved the way. This is my personal opinion, based on people as as the conversation came up about the video. That you just had high definition. It wasn't, you know, analog. It had like a high definition look to it. It had that crispy look. Talk to me about it. What went into that video? I feel that you opened the, the door to tell Christians to step up their game when it comes to a music video. You had a concept for it mm. with the chains. I mean, the, the beat yeah. was dope. Talk to us about that video. Yeah. Oh, man. Praise God. Thanks for the love. Preach. I, um, I would say this. When, when, we, when we set out, uh, my man Ruben... Um, Cabrera in Oklahoma City, you know, he did my artwork. We, I, I, I partnered with him through the whole I Live process, the I Will Be Everything This Year, I Could Not Be campaign. Uh-huh. And basically, man, we had vision throughout the whole thing. When it came to the music video, um, it's the same guy who did Dre Murray, he did Cam, and he did Kate Praises. But when we came to uh, the music video and the song, the vision clicked. Like, uh-huh. he knew exactly what I was trying to get around. I'm a type of guy where I'm an issue guy. Like, like I've been through different stages of, like, suicidal thoughts, depression, all these type of things being talked down to in my life. Like I said, growing up in the oppressed areas, I've been through that. So at the same time, when I make my music, you hear the fight of overcoming that and me encouraging people to overcome that. Mm. When the video, when it came time to do the video, that was the, that was like the theme of the video. And we, and, and I kid you not, I was still working my eight to five then. And when I, I literally worked from 6 a.m. to 12 um, p.m., got off, we shot the video from two to midnight, woke up at six, and from 6 a.m. to 3 a.m., uh-huh. we were up, and I had to be to work at 6 a.m. to go to work. We were everywhere. We did like seven locations. I mean, we were all through, and it was all shot in Tulsa. Mm. So, I mean, it was like we had vision to it, and we had a great team, people that was just down for the cause. And and, and so in all of that, um, when I did it, I didn't really, I didn't know it would be, when it came out, it uh-huh. did shake it up. I, I mean, I got some calls. Like, people were like, hold up. You know what I mean? Like, it was kind of like, it was kind of like, um, People, I remember I had a friend that would call me and be like, dude, I don't even want to drop my video now. Mm, like, I told was, you. you know, I would get calls like that. Mm-hmm. People, I mean, yeah, because people would, you know, and they were, you know, it was more like a, a joking type of thing, but at the same time, um, the video was great. Like, I can't front. Like, it was a really dope video. And I, I think God used it to kind of say, hey, we can lift our standards. Uh-huh. Because understand this, preach, when I do music, I try to think just like I'm any other artist. Not like a Christian artist, but I'm an artist. And I'm trying to, and I want to lift the standard. I want to, I want God to be glorified and excellent. So I'm not really, I'm not really in the house thinking I want to be better than. Uh-huh. I'm more so thinking, is there a way, can I afford, is, is this a time where we can do this in excellence? 
You know what I mean? And that's kind of where my head is. My head is, is kind of in that world of saying, okay, let me do this in excellence because I feel like, you know, if we have, if that's possible, uh-huh. do this, let's do this as good as we can. So I thank God he was glorified in it. We did video promotion. It went on over 150 outlets. And, and um, has almost, you know, collectively 90,000, almost 100,000 views. So, I mean, I think God in the message and the testimonies that came from that video were phenomenal. So I, I thank God for it. Definitely. With that being said, we know that you shared earlier about an upcoming album. A lot of artists now are taking the Internet video promos very 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 serious knowing that you know um cd sales are very low everything is digital yeah so obviously you have to develop an online presence with this new album will you be releasing a lot of video promos for it um well, yeah, I, I most definitely will. Like, one thing I've learned about me being an artist, like, I'm I'm, I'm a true independent artist, as in, like, I kind of came up on my own two feet. Like, I didn't, I haven't really, I didn't really come up under anybody. Uh-huh. So, I understand my situation. Like, I understand that, you know, like, I have to, I believe in working hard. Like, uh-huh. and uh, we're, we're developing a plan because with the whole Club David, um, theme and um, the whole Club David thing. I'm gonna. Re- I feel like I'm gonna really. I really want people to understand what I'm trying to do with it. Mm. And so we're gonna do everything we can to communicate what we're trying to do with the album Club David. And to do that, we're gonna have to do video. The thing is, is just shooting you straight. Like I wish I could do video, like walking, like I'm changed all the time. But it's not possible. You know, not right now in my life because. For all the artists out there, like, that uh-huh. video costs a lot. Of, it costs a lot. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, it was not a cheap video. In this process of doing Club David, like, we're more so trying to see how, how can we do stuff um, repetitively, not just one thing. How mm. can we consistently? Like, I was talking to Tizzle about the same thing, about, yeah, it's great to have a dope video, but a dope video, you know, nowadays, like, we can't shoot those type of videos all the time. Most of us don't have a budget. Mm-hmm. So it's like now we're trying to figure out how can we communicate a point in video, how can we communicate a point in video over and over again um, to get the message across. So right now, that's what we're planning. We're like, with Club David, we really want people to understand, like, the, the message behind it. Like, I will be everything they say I could not be with the campaign for my last album. You know, God really used it. And I saw even then, it would be great to have man, more videos communicating what's uh-huh. going on with the campaign. So with this album, you'll definitely see a more of a presence of where we're putting video. We actually just did the photo shoot for Club David uh-huh. this weekend, and we did behind the scenes. So if you out there, check my Facebook, my, my website, FidelMusic.com. We'll be posting that hopefully in the next month, this footage. I even have a couple pictures up there right now, behind the scenes pictures. We'll be posting video from Club David in the photo shoot because we actually shot it at a club. Uh huh. Like we shot the video at the, I mean, shot the um, the pictures at a club. So, so yeah, we most definitely are. You know, it, you're correct in what you said that you know, as Christian. I would say those in the Christian hip-hop ministry, funds definitely are low, and I guess you're right. We cannot have every, you know, video promo that we would like 
simply because our budget is low. But it, you know what's crazy? What I'm noticing is that even with secular rappers, um, they're doing the same thing. I'm noticing that, um, let's just say, let's just use some big names, you know, just for the sake of trying to move, prove a point, like Soldier Boy, 50 Cent. You know, I, I just happened to catch, you know, the Soldier Boy song, Mean Mug, with 50 Cent. You know, yeah. But there was a pre video to that, and that pre video, believe it or not, was bootleg, but it had over a million hits. I noticed that mm. I noticed that Rick Ross and, and Lloyd Banks and these guys, you know, um, they as well are yeah. not releasing high powered video. They even said it themselves. What they're doing is they're doing things like the next 48 hours, or they're just having their, their boys follow them with cameras. They're just shooting the videos and just throwing it on the net, and people are just it's about, it's about just releasing videos to make sure that everybody yeah, knows yeah. what they're doing, and I think that that's what it's doing is just building up momentum because even they have said it that uh, they just don't have you know the L.A. Reid type of cast for those videos to do anymore. They just if you notice all of these new videos, they're just like in the back, they're in the club, they're in the car, and they just shooting the video, yeah. man. So I feel you, man. I think. You know, I think Lecrae did the same thing. You know, he just released a, a yeah. video every week. Um, do you got something like that in mind? Just one video a week? Yeah. Uh, just push it yeah. out yeah, until yeah. it comes we, out? We, you'll definitely see, like, a lot of people tell me, like, they want to know more about what's going on. Exactly. Like, this year, mm -hmm. yeah, this year, I mean, I was... I mean, everything, like, doubled and tripled for me, from shows to, to everything. I was on the road all the time, and people were telling me, like, man, like, we're online. We can't make it to a show in Missouri, but we love to know what's going on. Uh -huh. And so that's what we're doing. Like, we're planning. We're like, man, okay, how can we create this? Because you're right. Like, people don't need much. They just want to know what's going on. Exactly. Like, I have the Internet. I have the Facebook. Let me know what's going on. And so you will definitely see Fidel a lot more. Um, we did a behind the scenes, like Way TV that's on Direct TV. They actually came out and followed me on the road one time, and um, like a month ago. It was around the time that um, that uh, whole Eddie Long thing happened, uh -huh. uh, where you know I had to send out the press kit. Like I am not that guy, you know. Yes, yes. But uh, we, um, they came on the road and just followed me and did footage, and you'll see that come out in the next couple months. You know what I mean? But it was just something where people were like, really, like, after that, like, people were voting my my video on, on Countdown, and then mm -hmm. they get old just because they got to see me, like, doing stuff. Uh -huh. It was, you know, it was just me talking to people, me exactly. signing autographs and all that. So it showed, once again, that you're right. Like, I, I, I see, like, dudes like uh, Rocka Flocka, man, these guys uh -huh. make videos, like, yep. at least once or twice a month. Exactly. You know and and their like, videos, killing. their videos, are not well produced. People just want to know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Keeping us posted, keeping us... You, you got to understand, I think because we live in such a technologically savvy in, uh, society today, I mean, people don't really... Let's just be real. It's, it's hard to catch somebody on the phone nowadays. People are texting. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Um, there's no way to get out of that. I know people say we need to go back to the old school and call each other. I doubt we're ever going to go back to that. It's just a... It's exactly. just a 
driving force. People just want to know. So they just want to know what you're doing. And they, they know through through your phone. You know, wherever you go, just record that thing on the phone, throw it on Facebook. We know what's going on. Going back okay, cool. go, going back to the Eddie Long situation. Um, obviously, yeah. there was some confusion with you guys had the same name. Now, yeah. tell us what happened. What were you doing when you got that phone call? Like, yo, what is going on? Did you have something with yeah. Eddie Long? Talk to the whole, because we haven't really heard from you other than the press, you know, the, the press release you said you shared your, you know, uh, your thoughts. But initially, tell us the details. What were you doing? What happened? What went through your heart when you was like, yo, this is not me, man. Talk to us. Yeah. Well, it was funny. I was on the road. I was on tour, and I had all these dates in Missouri. And uh, I was heading down there with Way TV. Um, and I got a call from, from Z, of, uh, the, the owner of the South.com. Uh-huh. Early that day, he was like, dude, have you seen this Eddie Long thing? I was like, no, nah, I heard about it, though. He said, the guy who's accusing him name is Anthony Flagg. And so, no, 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 that's my name, Anthony Flagg. And uh-huh. I said, what? He said, yeah. He said, you might need to send something out about this. And I'm like, nah, nah, I, I, it's okay. It's like two hours later. Man, I don't know exactly what time we was on the road. I know I was <laughs> driving. I kid you not, for an, about three hours straight, my phone buzzed. I have an iPhone. It buzzed every two seconds. Within within four hours, I had 80 or 90 Facebook requests. Wow. I had people hit me up on Twitter. I had, um, man, I had emails. I had, oh, my God. I mean, I got to the event. Of course, people at the event that knew it wasn't true. They joking with me about it. <clears throat> but during that same day, which was a Tuesday, my everything blew up. I had TV requests. I had interviews. The people wanted to uh, interview me for TV, for radio. I'm talking about not Christian. Radio. Mm. Some were Christian, some were secular. And so what happened was I sat back and I was like, man, this is crazy. So I, I basically said, I basically said to myself, because you know of some of the scan, the things that's went on the last couple of years with some of the artists in the Christian rap community, uh-huh. I said, man, even though I might not in no way be on their level, I said I'm gonna be proactive. When rumors, before rumors start and people start questioning, we're gonna send on a press release. So we got on a conference call, got together, um, me and my team, and we basically sent out um, a press release. Uh-huh. And I remember this lady from Twitter. She has, she has like thirty thousand followers. She hit me with a message and said, "I'm so happy you sent this out. I was about to retweet your Twitter to everybody." Mm. And that, and, and it, it just taught me right there, like in this online world, you have to be proactive, like when stuff like that happens. Because when you Google Anthony Flag, I'm the most popular Anthony Flag up until a couple months ago. Uh-huh. You know, me and my father have the same name. Yeah. Also, so I had bishops. I had bi- I'm talking about like cute bishops call me, wives call me, pastors call me, like. It was crazy. Wow. And so we had to be proactive as, as a company to say, hey, you know, just some people don't have any thoughts and there's no confusion. Boom. Let's go ahead and send out some. So, you know, my prayers for Eddie Long that whatever 
truth is, and the truth will prevail. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know what's true. I don't know if I ever will know what's true, but it actually, part of part of it is my business because he's in a body. Part of it is not. Yeah. Um, because he has a family. So I'm just praying for that situation. Um, you know, everywhere you go, because it was, you know, I was indirectly involved, people yeah. asked me my opinion. And so if people have their own opinions, I had people call me that are in that, 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 that are pretty close to the situation that know people telling me stuff that I probably didn't even want to know. But I just overall encourage the body of Christ to just pray for the brother. Definitely, definitely. Last question and then we'll close. You've been away. Well, I wouldn't say away. So let's just give or take two years. And a lot has happened during yeah. these, let's just, let's shorten it, 18 months. And you've been very, very quiet. You know what I'm saying? Except for here yeah. and there, we know what's going on. We know we follow your itinerary and things like that. But a lot yeah. in the game has changed. I mean, a lot of new music, a lot of new radio shows, a lot of new issues. We had Ambassador, we had The Truth, we had Tatra, but we had so much going on. We had Rehab album. I mean, we've had artists that come out of nowhere and their, their albums are dope. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they stepped up their game. You know, I want to hear from you. You know, from the two years of what you've been seeing going on, What's on your heart, man? Whether good, whether something you want to address. It could be anything. I just want to hear from you. What's on your heart from what you've seen that's just... That you would like to share from you looking at it from a spectator, just seeing what's going on. It could be good things. It could be not so good things. It could be a balance between good and bad things. Share your heart. The last 18 months, holy hip-hop as a whole, your thoughts. Talk to us. Um, that's a great question, Preach. Um, I would say, you know, since I released, um, one of the things that I do, um, I, 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 I learn from anything that I like that I see. I learn from it. So whether that's how Fizzle album was not only an incredible album, but his the way he promoted it, with um, whether that's um, Dre Murray releasing Hell's Paradise, whether that's McCray releasing Rehab, whether that's how Show Baraka released his album. From a marketing standpoint, from, you know, just understanding how to communicate this point that you're trying to convey, like, anybody who does something good in, in secular and Christian, I try to take that and learn from it. Mm. Um, I, I just think that's why. Um, so from that point off, that's what I do. And I, I was at Flavor Fest in November, and I was talking to, you know, everybody. You know, I was talking to everybody, just learning. You know, I, I got to sit down with Urban D, and I got to sit down with different people and just talk to them about what I do. So that's one side of, of just, you know, always trying to keep up and learn and grow as a man, as a businessman, as an artist and all that. Um, and the other side of what I've seen um, and what I've seen a lot of is because of the Internet, um, you know, you, you right now we have a lot of dudes who record one song and they, you know, they, you know, they, they get on, you know, they get on the South or they get on Rapzilla, they get on culture and they swear because they got 200 hits that they the man, they yeah. the woman, you know what I mean? And uh -huh. so, you know, a lot of times like 
trying to explain to people that I'm not like you're talented. That's great, but that's bigger. It's, it's bigger than that to me. Sometimes you have to like people just don't get it. Like they don't really get it. And and I want to encourage artists to understand. Like you know, a lot of artists, you know, it, it's not like like we're not we're not you know in my and from speaking my from my point of view, uh-huh. like if I'm not doing a song with you, if I'm not doing a feature with you, if I don't do this, like you have to understand artists. You, you can't put that on artist credit. Like, I don't personally know Lecrae, right? But at the same time, if Lecrae don't turn your email and then you all of a sudden think he's evil because of that, come on. Like, and it's the same thing for all of, all these artists out here when are doing this and we're, 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 we have so much on our plate. We're trying to do so much. Uh-huh. We're trying to, um, and, and at the same time, there's no way we can get to it all. Like, we try to, we do our best, but we're, we're running families, we bring men, and I'm not trying to say we shouldn't be good stewards, but I'm just saying, like, dudes gotta apply some grace. Cause mm. I'm telling you, when you grow, and, and, and you, and when you grow and you get into business situations, even you preach, like, uh, your ministry is grown, I'm sure you look at things differently than you did a year ago. Uh-huh. It's just a different place. You're, you're striving to expand, you're striving to do all that God called you to do. Uh-huh. And you, it's some things you thought last year, you're like, man, I don't have time for that anymore. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so I just want to, Encourage all the artists coming up, like, like serve. Like when I when I came up, when I started in 0102, I released music, but I would go to shows, hand out flyers, I would you know do whatever it took because I believed in what Christian rap, gospel rap, rap with a positive message. Whatever I believed what it and what it could do because I knew what it did for me. Mm. And so and for for artists, we have to understand that like. We like we might we might you might not be able to read you might forget to retweet somebody but they might have bought a, bought a song of your album they might not have bought a song of your album but they told somebody that that liked um, Lupe and they might like you or they like Lil Wayne and they might like you like we have to understand that just because somebody doesn't do something the way you think. It doesn't mean that they're not promoting, they're not helping you, they're not doing anything. There's so many different ways to help the movement of Christian rap. And so, but going back to my point of as we, as we, as we grow, I encourage you all, we have to serve. You're always a servant. But there's times you serve in different capacities. There was times when I only, I would go everywhere with people. I would drive people places. I, I would drive people to Nashville on my own gas. I would pay for the gas, drive them there. Sleep on the floor in a hotel, drive them back, um, back to the city. Nine hours there, nine hours back. Didn't perform, didn't sell a CD, nothing. Mm. Just because I, I wanted to help these dudes because I believed in them. That's the type of stuff that um, I did going up. I'm in a position now where I might not have to do that again. But there's still a way that I find the serve. We have to be serving. So I want to say that I think that we have to, as artists, always keep the serving mindset and understand, you know, just how things work. This is a business for artists. Like, they're investing a lot of time. They're mm-hmm. investing a lot of money. And so we, like, there has to be a balance. You know what I mean to to what we're doing. So I think that's what I would say. Definitely. Listen to close out. Let the people know where they can reach you at, and then what I want you to do is I want you to introduce the new single um, off your album. It's called "Work It Out." The floor's yours, bro. Yeah, I want the um, the new single off the album Club David. Um, Club David is basically the new album coming out in 2011, and where I'm encouraging men and women of God to be 
people after God's own heart. And so I'm asking everybody to join the club of David. God called David a man after his own heart. He said that David is a man that would do whatever I want. And so in this year, in the last two years, I've had to really learn to do what God wants, whether that was leaving my job for seven years to strive to do this full time, being a good steward, growing as a father, as a husband, hitting the streets, spreading the gospel, you know, all that stuff. You know, it's all thing that God wants. And we as people, um, I want to encourage us to say, man, I want to be a man and a woman, a man or a woman after God's own heart. So the, the song Work It Out was basically um, inspired me saying that we have faith. Let's put some action behind our faith because faith without works is dead. And so that's basically the hook. And it's just saying, hey, hey, um, we let's put some action behind our faith. Let's, let's strive to live. If we fall, let's repent. Let's, let's remove. Let's try to remove from our wicked ways. Let's be wise. Let's understand. Let's have grace for people. Let's understand that you don't understand everything that goes on. But we can be patient, understanding with people and just grow as men and women and encourage each other in the faith. And so if you want to get a hold of me, FidelMusic.com is the website. I'm on Facebook. I have a fan page. Add me on the fan page on Facebook. And uh, the new album, Club David, coming next year. And this is the single. I don't even know if this is going to be the official single. And we got this done in Nick. Uh-huh. And I was like, I want, I want my man preach that. He asked me for the interview. And I said, man, I'm going to give it to him. You know what I mean? I want him to play it. And, uh, you know, I, I hope hopefully y'all enjoy it. I would love to hear the feedback. Faith use more than one way. 
futon. Swear that he ready for that race. No shoes on. Said that he reppin' for Christ. No fruit on. I'm like, what is you on? Jesus, what we on? No, we on. We on. He who we believe on. The word what we speak on. The reason why we keep on. Jesus who we lean on. Strong when the weak. Strong in the speech. Confidence in Christ. Why I'm bold when the speak. Get you with the heat. We still got peace. I couldn't resist. Just live by faith, not move how we feel. Move by God, say it, baby. God, they fight me godly. Crucify them by death. Halle, halle. Just live by faith, so just live by faith. Not move how we feel. Move by God, say it, baby. Got it. Fight, live godly. Crucify them by death. Halle, halle. Faith without works be dead. So I'm on the grind, but your boy be led. And I'm in the word, cause they gotta get fed. Don't be mad at me, I'm just doing what he said. What he said. Work it out, let holly. Halle, halle. Work it out, halle. Halle, halle. Now work it Halle, halle. Halle, halle. Cause faith without
blow like God's bringing the beat back. I live in this game like mine. A big difference, I'm gonna see it in a lifetime. Look up a God, it'll benefit your lifeline. A hot, I dilate pupils when my light shines. Put on some shades if you can't stand the rain, homie. Sunshine like I'm carrying the day. Phony rappers leading God's sheep astray. So I'm here to show them Christ. Be the truth, lead the way. Lead the way. Father bless me. Father bless me. Father bless me. Yeah. For a moment, can I pause the hype and talk about the stars and stripes? That's the main thing causing gripes. People thinking that the laws is right. When it's not, then they take it in their own hands, lost the sight. Well, I could say we should all foster Christ in his ways, but that just might cost the life. But it already costed life on Calvary with the faith that that might bring the right mentality. Yeah. Nowadays, we got the song wrong. The morals we was founded on is now long gone. Good intentions, giving in the wrong tone. Forget the gold as long as you can bring the bronze home. Well, I got a king when LeBron's gone. He blessed me with a queen to make a strong home. Yeah, most times I got a strong dome. I'm not strapped in, now my brain's on Rome. Now I figured out where we gone wrong. When the government told Christ to gone home. They say we don't need fathers and we all grown. But when we all by ourselves, we can't stand strong. So the dollar says in God we trust. Never mind that now, that's the God you cuss. Yeah, y'all clueless with a wise guy strut. Looking with your eyes wide shut, shut. Yourself is the worst type of secret. They paint a grainy picture, but you choose to believe it. The hue of sky blue makes you waste away the days. So confused by the worldview, democratic faith. Nothing's really wrong if it's love you demonstrate. It's a whole other issue with the gay and the straight. Your life is alternative. Consider some restraints. It's a life and death difference. You can or you can't. The pressure of a peer is overwhelmingly great. When you get shot down, they'll be crying at your wake. It's all about the modern day savviness. What happened to happiness? You gave it up for lavishness. Stuck inside of a cold world living with savages. I'm praying for their heart, but they think I'm just babbling. Even when them parkers got speed that I'm traveling. They blindfolded the truth, but I see it's unraveling. Victory is sweet, but it's better when it's challenging. It's hard to say they riding when they use that pretty packaging. So the dollar says in God we trust. Never mind that now, because that's the God you cuss. Yeah, y'all clueless with a wild. Eyes got struck, looking with your eyes wide shut, shut.
Spencer Riley, what's happening? Hoes millionaires in the building, oh boy. Look, too cool to be talking about. Know what I'm talking about? Confident, yeah, I went out there and I put my foot, my leg, my arm in. The word 
is a cash crop. No, it ain't nothing wrong with it. Watch me as I sow my seed and reap it like I'm farming it. I don't need your stockbroker. This year is not poker. I get blessed all year long, yes sir, even in October. Yeah, I made that change. No, no more dirty stain. God took my mess and then replaced it with some purry things. Yeah, y'all merging lanes. Nonsense to the left, left. My points is good in any questions. Talk to the ref, ref. Passion in my honor roll. Deuces to my F, F. Now they dash this blade is full. My compliments to the chef. I'm shaking like a high commodity. And it's only righteousness coming out of me. I finally feel like I got something inside of me. And I'm going straight to the top. I'm a
are just tuning in, you're listening to the sounds of New York City's official number one radio station for holy hip-hop and gospel reggaeton. We are broadcasting live from Manhattan, New York City, Washington Heights to the world. We have reached the third hour of the show, man, where we get a chance to chop it up with uh, those that are doing Christian hip-hop ministry, the new and upcoming artists, gospel hip-hop veterans, those that are hot, those we haven't heard in a while. But tonight, tonight, we are going to be breaking bread, man, chopping it up with the homies, Crane and A1. So we are real excited. We're motivated. We got them yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. We got them, as you can see. <laughs> we got them on the line. Yo, fellas, you on the line? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up? <laughs> Chilling, man. What's happening to NYC? What's good? Chilling, man. You, you, you guys just have some Red Bull. You mad hype right now? What up? <laughs> yeah, man. We we doing ministry twenty four seven, man. We just came from one event to the next. You know what I'm saying? We had to run up here, jump on the phone, and get up, get connected with NYC. I know. I feel you. I feel you, man. So where is it that exactly you just came from, man? Talk to us. Where you? Where were you just doing? No, man. I mean, we do ministry constantly, man. We just jumped out of a rehearsal. You know, we stay ready in season and out of season, so we must rehearse to do so. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, 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 we came from rehearsal and we up here trying to connect with NYC and Holofest Radio. We're trying to make it happen real big for y'all, boy. Yes, sir. Definitely, definitely. Listen, man, um, just letting you know, man, been a big fan of you guys for the last, wow, I think about two years. Um, uh, somebody, my people from South Carolina gave me your first album. From that day on, you guys were a favorite here on Holofest. But real talk, you guys are hard to find, man. You guys are hard to find. Where have you guys been, man? Talk to me. Hey, man, we we, we just been on the stomping grounds, man. You know what I'm saying? With ground zero, you know what I mean? Getting it in the streets. But now, you know, since we had to get our internet savvy on, now we're connected. You know what I mean? You can find us at Facebook.com slash Crane one You can hit us on Twitter at Crane and A1 now. You know, we had, we had to get up with the sign of the times, man, to be connected. You know what I mean? To be reachable. You know what I mean? We had to do more, reach out, and be able to talk to people. You know what I'm saying? Allow people to talk to us, too, outside of our own, you know, reach. Definitely, definitely. We wanted to make sure we were putting our best foot forward too by the way uh you know as, as you know gospel right now can be labeled as doing things subpar and not industry standard and whatnot and we made sure when you connect to us everything is above board it's over the industry standard it's top notch we're taking it to the kingdom and we're trying to rep the way the kingdom is supposed to so that's what we've been doing we've been in the in the lab perfecting our gifts so that when we do make this presentation it's a worthy presentation you know what i'm saying yeah definitely and you guys have have made a major presentation. I remember getting your album and loving almost every track on that. And I was like, man, who these dudes? Because I hadn't heard from you previously until then. And they put me on to who you guys were. And top notch, man, top notch. I tried to track you down and couldn't find you. But finally, I got a hold of you through Richie Righteous. I was like, yo, Rich, give me them boys' numbers so I could get them on Holofest. And here you are, finally. And um, talk to us about the new album, Lifestyles, man. Well, Lifestyle, man, it's a product of our lifestyle, man. What we're trying to do is just reflect to the world uh, a kingdom lifestyle. And we're trying to do that through the music. You know, we're not trying to reflect to the world um, religion. You understand? Uh, we ain't trying to reflect to the world, um, uh, what do you call it? old school church or whatnot, man. We're uh -huh. trying to represent kingdom 
right now. Uh-huh. And having a kingdom lifestyle is important to uh, the body of Christ right now. And I think it's important that we understand that, you know, how you carry yourself, your swag uh-huh. is so important when it comes to ministry. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And so we're just trying to represent that in this album. We're trying to get that point across in every track. Now, let me, let, let's backtrack a little bit. First of all, you know, just so that can, so that way they can put a name to a voice, just one by one, just say your name, that way they can know who's talking and you don't have to be like each time, yo, this is Crane, yo, yo this is A1, you know what I'm saying, just say your names and then let's jump into this thing because I got a lot of questions I definitely want to ask you. I'm A1 and I sound like this, yeah, yeah, straight up, yeah, that's what it be, I rap hard, yeah, this your man, man, Mr. Crane checking in with, with, with ya, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat tall down a little bit, but then, you know, I can pop off like like a firecracker, too, sometimes. But I'm Red Bull! <laughs> yeah, he's Red Bull, and I'm the common one. I'm Mr. Crane. You know what I'm saying? I'm Crane. That's A1. I'm A1, yeah. L- let me let me ask you, what does your names actually mean, man? Is is Crane like a, you know, an acronym for something? A1? Actually, it is. Actually, it is. Go ahead. Uh, Crane, actually, yeah, I, I started out as Mr. Crane back in 97, and what that stands for is myself representing Christ's righteous anointed new era. Mm. You know, and then, you know, through the time-wise, you know what I mean? It got kind of slimmed down a little bit, just too Crane from Mr. Crane. <laughs> that's, where it all, that's where it all originated from, and I'll let A1 explain what A1 means. Yeah, my first name uh, starts with, with an A, and uh, one of the people that works with us very closely, uh, he, he used to call me the chief, so he used to be like, A1, the chief! And then he stopped saying the chief, and then he just started saying A1. And then I started saying that, everybody just started saying A1. Or steak sauce from time to time. And then he just started drinking, he called it steak sauce. But other than that, he's A1. And then now, you know, they, they, done, uh, they took it down another notch. You know, you know, A-1, you know, when you spell A1, there's an A, then a dash, and a 1. Now they just call me Dash. Eventually, they're just not going to call you anything. They're going to be like, you, you, come over here. They're just going to be walking around with undertones on their facial expression. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just know, I just know about how they look. Uh, hey, my man, you know what he, my man, my man. When they got something to say, it's all implied questions. It's what they, they body language. Yeah. <laughs> my man. <laughs> wow, wow, man. You got, are you guys naturally fun like this to be around, man? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I, well, I would say so. I know people around us, they, they tend to have a good time, man. And the thing about it is, people just like realism. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. As long as you're keeping it real and you're keeping it genuine and keeping it natural, man, you know. And keeping it holy. And keeping it holy. Keeping it holy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's, uh, it's attractive. You know what I mean? It's very attractive, man. We, we, we tend to, uh, you know, tend to relate well to others. You know what I mean? Just because, you know. We, we present ourselves friendly, so we tend to get a lot of friends. You know, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah, man, we have a ball. We have a ball. You know what I noticed different about your music is, or rather your ministry? Um, uh-huh. You know, a, a, a lot of artists, you know, they're already coming with their own biblical worldview on how, you know, they view things. And, and it's, their music is usually either either testimonial or heavily theological. You know, when, right. I, when, when I listen to you guys' music, I hear... Here, and maybe you guys can explain this to me in more detail. Mm. I don't, I don't hear the uh, 
that broke, busted, disgusted Christian mentality. I hear we are victorious. You know, we walk in heavenly places in Christ. We got his swag on us. You know what I'm saying? We're going to walk big for God. You know, and, and it's very rare that I hear that type of, you know, Christianity in the music because it can be considered... Uh, egotistical, very high-minded, you know what I'm uh, saying? But when I when I hear you, I, I think of people like Ray King. I think of you. That when you guys are coming, you guys don't only you guys don't even care about that church stuff, that church mentality of being poor and broke. Like you know what? We in Christ. We got riches in Christ. We give God glory. We ain't got no time to be walking defeated lives. Talk to me about that, because every time I hear your music, I feel encouraged. I feel grateful. God, like I could do big things. Talk, well, talk to me about that. Let me, let me see if I can parallel it this way. Uh-huh. If you listen, if you listen to a pastor, uh-huh. uh, pastors that are easy to follow are the ones that preach using life examples, uh-huh. using illustrations, using testimony. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? They're not just coming to you uh, from the Word of God, but what they're doing is is showing you how they applied the Word of God through their life example or their testimony, and it makes it more reachable or obtainable or doable. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's I figure when we rap, man, I mean, it's one thing to preach scripture. It's, it's, it's real. It's one thing to be heavy in the scripture. But it's another thing to talk about the scripture through your lifestyle. Uh-huh. Test. It makes people understand it more. You understand what I'm saying? It makes you relate to it a whole lot better. And my deal is, man, is, is, is God blessed us to be a blessing. Uh-huh. And my deal is, is, is you don't have to always preach somebody into your situation. You can just simply give them your testimony and yeah. tell them how good God has been to you. And I'm going to tell you, man, how the Press Radio, God has been real good to Crane and they won. Yes, indeed. Real talk, he's been real good to us. Yes, indeed. And I'm, and, and I'm Crane, and I'm just chiming a little bit. And um, I can back it up scripturally, you know what I'm saying, just for those who say, well, you know, well, where's that at? Well, let's just look at Psalm 68 19. Preacher, uh-huh. uh-huh. be the Lord who daily loads, loads us with benefits, mm. even the God of our salvation, Selah. That in itself says it all, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, when people got getting off into a tangent about, you know, they're coming up on the rough side of the mountain, I want to see what that's at. In you know, and, and I'm glad you guys shared that because you could tell immediately when you listen to somebody's album, you know, either they're preaching rhetoric, like church rhetoric that they've heard their whole life and they kind of incorporate it into their music or they're, you know, te- you know, ministering from revelation from where they're at. And one thing I notice about you guys, man, is I-, I hear excellence, you know, even everybody that I've always spoken to said, man, them dudes really got good music, good quality music, and the lyrics are very, very centered scripturally and of walking victorious in Christ. Let me ask you, what churches do you guys go to? Uh, we both attend Lord of the Harvest Christian Faith Center in Charleston, South Carolina. And uh, um, I'm A1, and my father is the pastor of that church, so I've been brought up in ministry. So mm. that, that, that kind of, uh, I kind of exuberate that in my um, in my lyrics as well, too. I'm sick of church age. I've been to church all my life. I've been seeing the, people talk about the rough side of the mountains and the, and the you know, the, the, the downside 
God's a ministry man, and I uh-huh. read the Bible, man, and, and God was a cool cat, or Jesus was a cool cat, man. He was a real inspirational dude. And I'm just like, man, you know what? People don't understand this side of the Bible, and I think we're going to talk about this when we rap. I think we're going to explain this when we rap. Definitely. You know, I, you know I've been going here, uh, the Lord of the Harvest, my last, whew, about 17 years. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, you know... There's a baby in Christ happening here at Lord of the Harvest. So, yeah, we, we go to the same church home. You know, we're all we've been family forever. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it's, and, and, it, and it pours across in what you hear in our lyrics, what we talk, you know what I mean, from, yeah. from our house. You know what I'm saying? And as it should be. You know what I mean? And just, just the view that we have on our biblical stance, you know? Now, let's get into your testimonies, guys, man. Um, I hear... One, you know, one of you is a PK. You know, I'm a pastor. You know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't grow up under a pastor. You know, I'm the actual first pastor in my family. So I'm setting setting off the, you know, the uh, the lineage, I guess, through my lifestyle now. And God will bless my generations to come. You know, but, you know, my kids are growing up, you know, as PKs. Thank God they're growing up <laughs> in an environment where I'm a cool pastor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but, but my wife grew up grew up under that old school traditional church seven days everything was the devil type of church talk, everything to, talk to me about you know your upbringing being you know being a pastor's son and then getting into doing what you do now well i'm gonna tell you uh you know i've been involved with the things of god all my life uh-huh. now can understand me being raised in a church, um, and, and and I won't say we was always in a traditional setting, uh-huh. but I'll say in the process of trying to get outside the box of a traditional setting, sometimes we ain't lose that traditional mindset. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. And me, the way I was brought up, I was always hungry, and I was always reaching for more. Yeah. Um, I blessed me and Chris with, or me and Crane with a lot of gifts, you know, uh-huh. and I was able to exercise my gifts and draw all type of attention. Uh, great attention, uh, gospel attention, <laughs> kingdom attention, and of course worldly attention. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. And you know, I'll tell you this. You know, I had I had to learn the hard way. You know, I actually stepped away from the ministry for a while. I didn't actually step away from the ministry. I was kind of living a double life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Doing things the wrong way. You dig? Yeah. And um, I had to learn the hard way when I started cursing myself, mm. stepping outside of the will of God. Wow. You know, doing one thing in church, and then uh, you know, after I left the church, doing something totally different. You know, but I'm going to tell you my hunger to learn something different. So God allowed me to use my gifts in the world. You dig what I'm saying? Uh-huh. To learn how to better them in the kingdom. See, sometimes my gifts were being, uh, what's the word, uh, muzzled in the kingdom. Uh-huh. So I went out in the world and did it my own way. And, you know, and I'm, I'm, and I'm figuring maybe that might have had to do with something or had to do with God's design. Because now I know how to offer my gifts to the kingdom the right way. Uh-huh. And, um. Being raised in, 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 in the church, it was definitely a blessing. And I'll say I'm more rooted now because I was raised. You understand what I'm saying? Where most people will fall off, I'm going to stay strong. I never let go of my faith, and I, and I, and I attribute that to the way I was raised. Uh-huh. I attribute that. All right, well, me, Craig, uh-huh. uh, I, I, I will say this. Um, my mother, she's an evangelist. Uh, my pops, he hasn't really been in church like that. You know what I mean? So I probably was about seven years old. Uh-huh. And um, I thank God for my partner, A1, because I was the one that was living the way of life. You know what I mean? He mm. was the light for me because I was the street cat. You know what, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh-huh. Whereas, and I, and, I, and I thank God for it because he drew me by allowing me to see how kingdom worked. You know what I'm saying? And not giving me what I was given as I was growing up. 
because I was growing up, I got a lot of that church age mentality, a lot of church age rhetoric. Uh -huh. I just wasn't feeling that. You know what I mean? I was like, it doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Everybody's calling on Jesus, but everybody's broke. And I'm like, and I know I can go out here with my homeboys, get a couple dime bags together, and a couple 20s and a couple half holes, and get it cracking. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I had to see where this is going to benefit me. You understand what I'm saying? Because yeah. a lot of times, and, I, and, and that might that might shake up a couple of people right there because what are you saying? What's, it's going to benefit me? Exactly. Exactly. Anytime you get into something, you need to ask the question, well, how does this benefit overall? You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. How is it going to benefit? Some may think of that monetarily. Now, there's much more than just monetarily, of course. There's, there's, there's peace, joy, love, all of that on the inside of you. But I had to, I had to see it from a different angle. I said, okay, well, listen, this is how I'm living. He never judged me. He never looked down on me. Uh -huh. He loved on me. You know what I'm saying? Which, that in itself was a testimony because at the time I was living crazy, a lot of church folks was like, man, your mother's an evangelist. How are you out here living like that? Wow. On the other hand, my partner, my homeboy was like, nah, man, you know, you're going through some things right now, but I'm going to stick with you. You know what I mean? Even though I didn't, because he knew it was in me. You know, he knew I came up in church and uh -huh. doing the right you know what I'm saying? But I strayed, and I got strayed a little further to the left than he actually did, you know? And um, it was awesome to see how God brought transformation in my life. Um, I didn't have one cataclysmic event that just made me say, oh, I'm giving it all up. Uh -huh. You know, it was just a pulling, it was a tugging on my heart. A lot of people, they wait till you end up getting shot to have to get saved, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Something happened, but I knew it was my time. Now, if I if I would have stayed in the street after I knew it was my time, then that's when I think I believe that's when things go totally wrong. That's when you see somebody up getting hurt, yeah, and killed because you know when God is calling you. That's right. You know what I mean. You know it. You feel it. You know it. And it's time. You know what I mean. So when I got that call, I turned my back on the streets. I said, "All right, Lord, it's all you." But as a result of me turning my back on these streets, I, you have to show me how I can work this thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You have to show me how this is going to be a benefit. You know what I mean? Because I can't go from living a certain kind of way and then just falling all the way off. Mm. And you're the God of everything. Yeah. You made it all. Just like I quoted the scripture earlier, he daily loaded up a benefit. That's I right. had to find that scripture because I needed something to, to, to assure me that no matter what was going on, it was going to work out my, in, on my behalf. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's a faith builder, you know? But um, like I said, the overall point of my testimony is, you know, came up in church, went to the streets, um, you know, got saved in the middle of that, and now I'm just running hard for the God, for hard for God, you know what I'm saying? Running hard for the Lord, you know? Awesome, awesome. awesome. Let, me, let me ask you, man. Let's, let, let's talk musically now. Let, 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 let's talk musically. What goes into a track when you guys are in the studio? It's rare that there's a track from you guys that I don't like. It's like, man, this is a banger. Oh, I'm loving this one. Oh, man, this track right here is hot. You know, like, as I keep going, you know, even, even on your first album and even on this one, even the mixtape, I've been, I've been listening to your mixtape all day today. I'm like, y'all, I'm loving this right here. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's rare that I find artists with quality music that I like almost every track. You know what I'm saying? What goes into when you guys are in the studio, when you laying down vocals, what, what you guys pray together? Do you guys have like a team that kind of like just works out? What, what goes into that, man? Well, I'm going to say one thing first. I'm going to let Crane take it from here because Crane is the maestro. But first things first, we're both solid musicians. Yeah. All right? We're both musicians. I mean, we're, we play keys. We get into it when it comes to instruments. And that's all Dash is going to say. I'm going to let Crane do talking because he is the maestro. <laughs> but I mean, um, you know, 
of course, conceptually, um, and I was actually just talking to another artist about this uh, yesterday. Uh, shout out to Maury Rain. She was asking me, um, she was like, well, do you ever get tired of making music? Like, because nothing sounds the same. I said, honestly, it's just a grace to put on my life. You know what I mean? Because um, uh-huh. I don't, I don't, I don't really think about much when it goes into making the track. Uh-huh. I, I really believe, man, God just put a grace on me, man, to be able to just come up, you know, spare the moment and just let it flow. You know what I mean? And what tends to happen is I'll normally come up with the track, uh, email it to A1, or he comes through to the studio, we check it out. Um, when we were first starting out, we, we tend to do a lot of writing on the spot. Uh-huh. You know, we tended to, we tended to figure out as we grew to really allow, uh, you know, God to kind of speak through our lyrics, to kind of marinate on it sometimes. You know, sometimes things just come right in, but then sometimes you need to just, you need to marinate on it and, you know, kind of see how, what, 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 what God's impressing upon that, that music, you know, on that, on that track. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, personally, I've been producing now, and I feel like I started late in the game. Uh-huh. I, I, you know, I, I really didn't start making tracks until I was about 18. You know what I mean? Well, I, you know, a lot of people tend to, you know, the music may incline at three and four. I kind of start. I feel like so I started late in the game, but like I said, I think God has graced me to be able to find that talent when I was, you know, pretty much going into adulthood that just allowed me to excel at it. And, and God's been good, man. He's, he's opened a lot of doors for me and for A1, so, you know, it's, it's been a blessing, man. And also, uh, you know, we learned, you know, people will stop. Uh-huh. You know, what, what they'll do is, is they'll start to uh, research what it takes to make music or be a producer or get involved with the music. And, you know, they'll all, all of a sudden go, or not all of a sudden, but they'll the first thing they'll do is go to a major studio and look at the equipment and be like, man, I can't afford that, you know. Oh, man, that's that's crazy. I can't get that. And bottom line is, is what, what me and Crane did, man, we went and looked. And we, we tried out every type of software. We tried out everything, you know. We didn't go jump for the most uh, expensive piece of equipment. You know, of course, uh, you know, we, we, weren't, we weren't always where we are now. And we couldn't just jump and get what we needed when we needed to get it. Uh-huh. But what we did was is we, we learned our craft. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. We spent time in what we did. I mean, you wouldn't believe it. The first song we ever made was, we, was called The Rapture. If I ever played you that track and told you how we did that track, you know, and, and same thing now. Uh, if I told you how we did it, you'd bug out. But back then it was bugging out too Because we were really serious about the gift that God gave us And we would perfect our craft Now me, I used to produce like crazy But now I'm more on the live music side of things You know what I'm saying? Chris, he never stops. So Mr. Crane, he never stops. He's in the studio constantly perfecting his craft. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? That's what people don't do. They don't want to put the time in. You got to put the time in in order to uh, get a, uh, a perfected sound. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I mean, we do it all from the to, from the production to the mastering to the artwork. I mean, we try to make it a one-stop shop here because, you know, God has blessed us here. And, um, you know, we put the time in. And I think that's key in order to come up with a sound that's undeniable. We made sure we put the time in with everything. Whether it's Pro Tools, uh, working with a PC, with, I don't care what it is. We put the time in with everything so we can get the best sound possible. Definitely, yeah. definitely. With that, yeah. be, with that being said, talk to me about auto-tunes. You know, yeah. when, I, when I first... I, I'm going to be real with you, man. Yeah. I, I, you know, I can credit auto-tunes in Christian hip-hop with you guys because years ago when I first started listening to you uh-huh. you know I, heard, I, I I don't know if it's if, it, if auto tunes was even out back then but I was saying man these how they do that you know what I'm saying 
Then, you know, then secular artists started saying, listen, it's really a, a, a program called Auto-Tunes, you know, with T-Pain and these guys, you know what I'm saying? But you you guys use Auto-Tunes, it's, it seems that you guys use Auto-Tunes a lot. Talk, talk to me about that, because right now you know that in, in the secular hip-hop, you know, using Auto-Tunes seems to be, you know, a, a back step as far as creativity, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you know how it is. But you guys use it, and it's not overdose. But you do got you guys do use it frequently. Talk to me about that, about Christians and using auto tools. That's an interesting concept about Christians. <laughs> you know, uh, you know. I mean, you you could very well say on the other hand, you know, people use auto tools, but uh-huh. we'll, we'll go from the Christian aspect of auto tools. Well, Christian rappers, rather Christian rappers. Let's just use Christian because you know, in a secular in a secular world, the secular uh, industry, you know, death to auto tunes. You know, oh, we tired of the T pains, and let's get some real creativity to boom bap. You know, and then right. Christians, you know, I've seen them. Do the same thing, saying, you know, death to auto-tunes, you know. And and sometimes I'm saying, I think auto-tunes has helped the Christian rapper. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes the music don't be sounding too good without it. Talk to me about it. But, real, but realistically, you have to look at the origin of that. Look at look at who look at who came with the concept of death of auto-tunes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so... I mean, you could you could go behind what another man feels, and another man can make the rules and laws for you. I know me personally; if it sounded good, I used it. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Uh huh. Never really took off with. I'll put it like this: the way you use it, and and if you're good at it, it'll never and it'll never make anybody upset. Nobody will ever be like that. That's whack. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Now there is a thing called auto tune overkill. You know what I mean? Where you may not, you, you know, you might need to scale it back a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, you don't have to have the whole song in auto tune. You know what I mean? But me personally, it, it, it's just the feel of the track. You know what I mean? The feel of the vibe. If the, if the singing sounds better with auto tune, yeah. we we'll use it. If the singing doesn't sound better with auto tune, then we won't. You know what I mean? But I know I've never personally felt like because Jay Z said it was a death of auto tune that I need to go by what he felt was was the, was the given law. Now I will say this though. I believe it's kind of sad that one person's opinion could change the scope of so many people's mind state. Even in Chris, even in gospel Christian rap, because uh-huh. realistically. It's almost like, how dare you allow Jay-Z to tell you what you can't use when that could be something that could be giving glory to God in. You know what I mean? I feel you. Yeah, who, you know what I mean? More or less. I mean, think about it. The two days before that song dropped, everybody was on auto-tune. Two days after that song dropped, yo, man, T-Pain is over with, man. Everybody using auto-tune is over with. Says who? <laughs> <laughs> Real you know, says who? Says Jay? Says who? Says Jay? I'm going to tell you who? what. I, I think auto-tune is a blessing, man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. You know what? Forget what everybody else say. I love auto-tune. I'm going to tell you straight up. But let me tell you this. I can't sing. But with auto-tune, I can't sing. Like this. I can't sing, but with auto-tune, I can't sing. If I'm in a studio and I got an idea for a song on the hook, I can sing it with auto-tune, and if I don't find a singer, it sounds real good. I'm going to tell you right now, I actually like to hear myself singing auto-tune. Right? That was my spirit song. You know, I can worship in auto-tune. You know that? You know what I'm saying? If I was worshiping and I was singing, you know, I can interrupt my worship if I hit an off, off note. But if I get on that mic and I got that auto tune on it, I ain't hitting nothing off note. Man, people tripping, bro. Do it. Hey, man, whatever God calls you to do, he's going to supply the resources to do it. And if it's up, up in the kingdom, so be it, homie. I, I love auto tune. I stand behind it. I don't care who say what. 
Auto-Tune is the business. <laughs> I feel you, man. You know, I always, no auto-tune. I always thought the same thing. First of all, I always thought the same thing. I, th- I said to myself, you know, I understand that the second industry would follow Jay, you know what I'm saying? Because it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? He's the forefront, one of the leaders of the, of the movement. But when I started hearing Christians saying it, I was saying, first of all, you know... You're, you're siding with look who you're siding with. You know what I'm saying? With, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And second, I'm I'm saying, wow. You know what I'm saying? You know, Christian. A lot of Christians. We, let's just be real. You know, we don't have the funds to just pay a collab. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes a collab could cost an easy five hundred dollars. Man, we ain't got it right now. You know what I'm saying? Throw that. I'm gonna tell you right now, it ain't even about that. Sometimes we'll do a song and I'll hear it in auto tune, and I'll be like, man, you know, I don't want to mess that up, dude. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have to deal with trying to get the person. And I, I want to sing it to get what I want off on it. So I just be like, yeah, let's leave it alone. Let's leave it alone. I feel so you. Just like that. Now, a lot of times we'll, we'll go get a singer, you know, and be like, yeah, sing it like that, you know. But a lot of times they'll be like, yo, that auto tune sound real hot, bro. I feel you. Know? you. Let me ask you. Um, you guys seem to be like 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 a track on your on your mixtape a hot commodity now when, when i say that you, you and i both know what i mean you know what i'm saying you yeah. know i don't i don't i don't hardly see you guys on a lot of collabos like usually artists that are trying to get the exposure get on as much collabos as they can it's hard to find the first collabo I've really heard you guys really I mean, I mean I know you've done it before on your music on your album I've heard it was Richie Righteous and Wish You Would you know what I'm saying that's like the first single that I've heard with a collabo is, do you, why do you guys don't frequently be on guest appearances on on a lot of a lot of artist tracks well, 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 I'll put it to you this way man you know and I and God I'm be you real. Know, I'm trying, Be I'm real. I'm trying to make sure I say this right. Be I, real. I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to make too much controversy. But uh-huh. if you look at my Twitter, uh-huh. if you look, if, if you look at the Facebook and just emails, the stuff I've shout out to multiple artists. Man, I hate to say it, man. A lot of cats be acting Hollywood, man. You know what I'm saying? Real t- and, and, and it is what it is. Let's just keep it 100, preach. It's like, yo, man, I reach out. And the good thing about it is my, my boy Rich, my boy Rich, Hey, Edward Long too, Eddie Long Jr. He he came through for us, um, Demetrius. It's, it's a couple it's a couple features that we actually did land and I mean it was just like man, either people wouldn't respond or you know, they kinda give you that man, who is you <laughs> kinda response, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's like man, I'm just a favorite man, I'm trying to get some music together, you know what I mean? And I was like, Look, I I shoot you tracks if if you feel it's whack then hey, I understand that because if somebody shoot me something and I don't really feel like it's on par of what I'm normally doing or something like that, you also have to protect as far as, you know, keeping your consistency together. But uh-huh. if somebody's coming to you correct, man, and they're humble and they're coming at you the right way, I say for all the other artists out there, man, if nothing else, give it a listen. You know what I'm saying? It, it never hurts to give it a listen and give it an honest feedback. Like, I'll give, I'll give you an example. I shot um I shot some tracks to D-Mob. I know y'all probably heard of D-Mob before, right? Definitely. D-Mob, I, I, I appreciate D-Mob because he kept it 100 with me. 
know what I'm saying? He's like, yo, the track you sent me, it's cool. It ain't really grabbing my ear like that. But yo, I, you know, you got some good stuff. Now, I can, I can respect that because that's honest. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you be Hollywood, it's like, come on, man. We doing this for Christ. You know what I'm saying? And I try to pride myself on not being Hollywood as much as possible. Because I know what it's like for cats to stun on you. You know what I'm saying? And you trying to come up. So, you know, trust me, I'd love to do more collaborations. If anybody wants to get down with Crane they want, you want to collab, you got tracks, we got tracks, holla at us, you know what I'm saying, Crane and A1 at Gmail, hit us on the Facebook, slash Crane and A1, or on the Twitter, at Crane and A1, because, you know, and I heard you and Richie Rice is going through this a little bit as far as unity, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. the, 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 the unity section you and Richie was talking about, yeah. and how y'all kind of had some different thoughts on that, and you know, I, I try to push for it a lot of times, but... You know, sometimes cats just ain't hearing you. What do you do? Do you not do the song? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You got to do what you got to do. You usually get the talents God's given you and, you know, pray for the best. Sometimes I, I really wish that, you know, people would, you know, be more open and, and, and receiving of, of artists that they're not used to or, or they're not, they don't know a whole bunch about. Of course, do your research. I do my research as well. You know, you don't just get on anything with anybody, but uh-huh. if it checks out. I mean, look into it. You know what I'm saying? Listen, final thoughts, man. The floor's yours. You got 30 seconds, man. Floor's yours. Say whatever's on your heart. Man, you about to make me preach right now, man. (laughs) Go ahead, man. Preach, bro. Preach it. Uh Uh-huh. And make sure you hack when you preach. Go ahead. When you, yeah, I need a backup band, and uh, we over the phone. Uh, I think the frequencies wouldn't uh, connect really well, you know, with the music. No, I'm, man, I'm kidding. I'm so kidding. Hey, listen, man, Crane Day One, man, this is what we do. We hear um, God has blessed us with a gift, and we're never going to stop. Matter of fact, we're going to be reproducing it in these young people. That's what God has given us to do right now with the label. So uh, check us out on um, on Facebook. Check us out on uh, Twitter. You know, just get with us, and we'll get back, get back with you. We love to get to NYC. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. No doubt, man. We, we just want to say thank you to Preach That Fire, uh, you know, the co-hosts and everything, man. We just want to say thank y'all for allowing us this opportunity, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, if nothing else, man, it's all good if it's all God. And your swag ain't tight if you can't live right. So let it go. I feel it. Is. All right, man. Fellas, stay encouraged. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, man. And um, God's blessing on your lives, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, listen up. Holofest Radio is listener-supported. Help us to Continue to preach the word. Make all check and money order donations out to He is Risen Tabernacle, 504, 172nd Street, number 3D, New York, New York, 10032. Holofest Radio also offers advertising for promos and events at an affordable rate. For more information, shoot us an email at info at holofestradio.tv. Just came to, to say goodbye. Hey, guys, no Yo, see ya. See ya. See ya. You're listening to the new Holofest Radio with Preacher Fire. Holofest Radio. Holofest Radio. Holofest Radio. Holofest Radio. Holofest Radio.